0: Welcome back to the Black and White Podcast, where we seek to filter the gray world around us through God's Word, with radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. I'm Denise Pass, and I'm with my friend and co-host, Angela Donadio. And this month, we are continuing a talk about depression.
1: Thank you, Denise. It's so great to be back, and I'm so thankful for this much-needed conversation. Last week, we just had some some very frank discussion about some of the causes of depression and some of the cures for it, and we're going to continue that conversation today. So next on our list is unexpected traumatic events or life-changing events. First Peter 4, verses 12 and 13 say, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you are going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad. Easier said than done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For these trials make you partners with Christ. Now, there is a great reward. In mm-hmm. His suffering, so that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it is revealed to all the world. See, so if we get stuck on the first half of the verse, don't be surprised at this fiery trial, which none of us like. We can be, become very discouraged. Mm-hmm. But to realize we're partnering with Christ, He's He's walking this through with us, and we're going to share in the glory that's going to be revealed. So when we go through these seasons, you know, for me, I face that unexpected traumatic event of that dreadful diagnosis and that dark season in my life. And those traumatic events that happen, a death of a spouse, a death of a child, um, you know, a life-threatening illness, even a, a jarring move that you mm-hmm. weren't expecting, Denise, can can really just... Unravel us and it can lead to a season of depression. We're ripped away from our friends or family or so many different things. Maybe you've experienced that as you're listening today. But Romans 15 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know, maybe you're going through a serious illness like I did, and maybe you're facing a new normal. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, I launched my second Bible study, Fearless, and my special guest for that was Tiffany Johnson, and she was on vacation with her husband, snorkeling in the Bahamas, having a cruise, having the time of her life, and she felt something bump her, and she looked to her, I don't know if it was her, it was her right because it was her right arm, and she was face to face with a shark, Mm. and he had her entire arm in his mouth, and she lost her arm in that unexpected Mm. traumatic event. And she was a mom, is a mom, and her kids were so young. I said to her before we started the event, like, what was the most, what's been the most difficult thing for you? And she said, Angela, just feeling so frustrated as a mom. She got home and she couldn't even change her diaper of her two-year-old and realized, you know, she's right-handed. And that's a completely new normal, completely new normal. Mm. You weren't expecting to be divorced and single in this point of your life. You weren't expecting that death of your parent that happened so tragically and those are new normals tiffany wasn't expecting to have to try to relearn life you know i sat there and watched her try to cut chicken Mm -hmm. you know the simplest of tasks sitting next to me and how much we take for granted and adjusting to a new normal and but she spoke that whole night about choosing joy we don't always have control over what happens to us but we do have control over our choices and that's what we're talking about today Depression does not have to take you out. You can choose joy and God will sustain you through those seasons.
0: Mm. You know, I think about words like shock and disillusionment. Mm. And when our life is interrupted, mm. you know, with the normal, as you say, or the comfort, or the things that we're used to, and suddenly we're in a territory we don't know anything about. Mm. That's where that, that disillusionment can swiftly, you know, spiral down into depression. But I like in that scripture you read too, that thought of partnering with God. You know, we like to partner when everything's well. Mm. Hey, I'll be your partner because you're successful right, right. now. <laughs> but when it isn't, when it's partnering in pain, partnering in suffering, you know, I, I think we, we can kind of forget that part of our salvation is that we're going to bear crosses down here on this earth, that it aren't things that we really mm. would have wanted to sign up for, I think. And yet, when I look back at my life and I look back at things that I never would have chosen, I am so grateful for what God did, mm. even in those things. So it's perspective is, is huge. You know, an, an illness, like you were talking about, it can be such a discouragement. We can wonder, why? Was it allowed in? And when we struggle with strength, we can find it difficult to have the strength to fight. So illness is a major cause of depression, and we see this in Psalm 34, 17 through 20. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. But we have promises even while we lie on our sick bed. You know, notice it was saying, delivers them out of all their troubles. Mm. The hard thing is we see sometimes when people aren't healed. What is God doing then? Of course, we know we're all going to die on this earth. Sorry to put that depressing (laughs) thought out there. 100% of people (laughs) alive. But we know that there is a deliverance from God, that even if you remain in that circumstance, God delivers you, that you can rise above those circumstances. And here's a promise for us, Psalm 41 Verses two through four, the Lord protects him and keeps him alive. He is called blessed in the land. You do not give him up to the will of his enemies. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. As for me, I said, oh Lord, be gracious to me, heal me, for I've sinned against you. Hmm.
1: You know, Denise, addictions or internal battles can also lead to other factors of depression and sometimes even illness leads to those addictions mm. you know i've i've talked with many people who started out with a back injury and ended up addicted to painkillers or you know it's we don't we don't wake up and say hey today i think i'm going to become addicted to something right. or today i think i'm going to become a slave to something it happens in small decisions and it happens sometimes in those unexpected traumatic events that then send us spiraling a direction that we never intended Mm. to go. So we don't want you to feel shame. You know, Denise has written a book, Shame Off You. We don't want you to feel shame if you're, you know, dealing with an addiction or an an internal battle. But we do want you to find freedom. Mm -hmm. We don't want you to feel stuck in those places. And even a, a chemical imbalance or drug or alcohol abuse, those are a heavy list of things that can, you know, really lead us to depression and we tend to self-medicate sometimes when we don't understand. So there's this link between depression and mm-hmm. these things such as drug abuse. We don't like how we feel. We need something to help us go to sleep. Then we need something to help us wake up. Then we need something to get us through the day. And, and self-medicating can take so many different forms. And those can be destructive patterns that the Holy Spirit wants to help us you know, break. We can exacerbate depression even from our own choices and our Savior understands unjust suffering. He understands when we, whether it's something that's happened to us or by our own choices, we end up in a pit. And He promised that we will have troubles in this world, but He also promised that He overcame them and we can too. So Isaiah 53, 5 says that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions and He was crushed for our iniquities. That's our sin. That's our deep-rooted sins. And upon Him, was put the chastisement or the punishment that brought us peace. And by his stripes, we can bring healing. We are given healing. Jeremiah 17, 4 says, Heal me, O Lord. So we just ask for it, and I will be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved, for you are my praise.
0: Mm, you know, when you're talking about uh, addictions, I was just thinking how really that happens in this, this chasm, this place of, hurt and pain, Mm. where people are going to try to fill that void with something. Please just stop the pain. Right, right. You know, and so often, you know, we're lied to by the enemy who's telling us this will bring you relief. Mm. That will bring you relief. But really, we become enslaved and we think it's freedom
1: Mm.
0: to be able to choose those things. And he's such a liar. Um, Mm. But when we get to that place of being addicted, there is hope. And we don't have to be a victim to that. We don't have to uh, buy the lie. We can run to God's Word. And I know that may sound like, oh, how's that going to help me? The Word of God is living mm. and powerful. I heard recently someone said the the Bible is the only book. I think it was uh, uh, Ravi Zacharias. Mm. He said the Bible is the only book that you read it and it reads you. I mean, that's, true. <laughs> that's true. You know, and so God gives us what we need. He knows what we need. And it isn't going to be something that's going to leave it, lead us into slavery. I think sometimes we can also feel stuck in depression. We each have a, a different genetic makeup and we're bent toward different things and we can blame our personality, but we don't have to stay there either. This is what salvation offers us. Romans seven fifteen says, I don't really understand myself where I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Paul knew the struggle with the flesh and his personal struggles. So we all struggle in many ways. We each have our own struggles and sin desires to master us, but we can master it by the grace of God. 2 Corinthians 15, 17 says this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. You know, Angela, the, the final factor in our list is one that people did not ask for. And its effect can be profound abuse. Our response to the abuse can create a dynamic of depression. And abuse is so very hard to recover from. Whether it is physical, sexual, emotional, spiritual, abuse is a perversion of all that God created to be enjoyed by us. It is controlling and harming its victims. And this is an invitation for hopelessness and depression. Mm.
1: Yes, it just hurts my heart even to hear you say that, you know, that too many women, especially men and women, but are victims of abuse. And what we want to be is survivors, not a victim and not living stuck as a victim, but to be having survived it and to be thriving in God's purposes on our life and that that abuse does not have mm. to define us. And there are some scriptures that offer encouragement when we are overwhelmed with the effects from abuse even Sarah, you know, in the Bible, mistreated Hagar for something she did not cause. And when sin entered the world, so did abuse. You know, Sarah desperately wanted a baby. And she and Abraham were past the, the you know, they were in their 90s or something. <laughs> it wasn't going to happen anymore. And she she just got impatient, waiting on God's promises. And so she took matters in her own hand and told Abraham, well, why don't you just sleep with my maidservant Hagar? And Hagar did get pregnant, and they had a baby. And then instantly of course Sarah hated that decision mm-hmm. and despised Hagar and treated her horribly and you know we like you said a minute ago we we search for something we reach for something that we think is going to medicate the pain it's going to be a quick fix and then we live with the ramifications yes. of that sometimes yeah. for years or in this situation for centuries and centuries the result of that but you know God even spoke to Hagar mm-hmm. he found her in the wilderness and she's the first woman to Ascribed a name to God and she called him the God who sees me. Mm -hmm. So that God loved Sarah, but he also loved Hagar and he responded to her abuse and he didn't want her, you know, hiding out in the wilderness, which is what we do because of what had been done to her. She didn't deserve that. And some of you don't deserve what happened to you. And Jesus knows that and he loves us and he finds us in our wilderness places. And, you know, Hebrews 11, verses 35 through 40, it says, There were others who were tortured. Refusing to be released. Can you imagine that? Refusing Mm. to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some in the Bible faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins and they were destitute and persecuted and mistreated and the world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and wilderness places. And mountains, and they lived in caves and holes in the ground. They were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Wow, that is a lot to mm. take in in that passage. So Psalm ninety-four nineteen says, "When anxiety was great within me, your consolation, God's consolation, His peace, His." relieving those pressure points in our lives, those depressed places in our lives, and our pain points. He brings us joy. You know, we hope this episode encourages you. And if you need help in this area of depression, um, we've just kind of skimmed the surface in these two episodes. And maybe we've even kind of touched on a nerve. But, you know, Denise, I think that we're going to include some links, right? Yes. For people to be able mm-hmm. to resource. hmm the raw truth is that we will have trouble in this world, but God has overcome, and so will we. The radical grace is no matter what our struggle, His grace is sufficient for us. And the real hope is fixing our eyes on our eternity. One day, all of this suffering will be over. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth. <laughs>